Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Presented by AfterBuzz TV and hosted by Hall of Fame superstar Sean X-Pac Waltman, this is X-Pac 12360. And now your host, WWE Hall of Fame superstar Sean X-Pac Waltman. Welcome to X-Pac 12360, everyone. What's happening, Sean? Hey. That was a fun intro. Thank you. How y'all doing? Good. good. The holidays just wrapped up. How was your Thanksgiving? Excellent Thanksgiving. Did you cook? No. Well, that's even better. <laughs> no. Uh, I went to Ron Funch's house. Oh, nice. Same as last year. Very cool. My lady and I. Uh, and it was so good. Oh, my God. So much food. And um, so, but same as last year, we're asked to bring desserts. Okay. Or, and like a side dish. And, um, so... Um, Boy, this is already been That's like shit. Uh, but no, I, I just have you ever seen these like these box cakes and like Italian bakeries? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I it, I was intrigued by this. I know what's up with this box of cake. <laughs> and so like I had, I bought one right, and uh, I brought it. But we also brought a uh, um, a very nice strawberry cheesecake. Awesome. Boy, that fucking box of cake sucked. That's <laughs> what I was getting at. Oh, no. Oh, there, there we are. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Why did it suck, though? What flavor was it? Was it? it was a shit. It was lemon with the lemon cream. Okay. Oh, it was really Like bad. very generic? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But the, the, the whole idea of, of it intrigued me. And then so I just wanted to try it, and it didn't work out. <laughs> But you just doesn't keep you from wanting to keep trying things. Of course, yeah, I feel like exactly. that happens a lot of times with dessert where it looks really good on the outside, yeah. but doesn't taste as great on yeah. the inside. No, for sure. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And hey, I don't know about y'all, but I'm a big can- I'm a big canned cranberry sauce fan. I see. I heard that there was a poll done for that, and that apparently people think that it's overrated. What canned cranberry sauce? Yeah. Cranberry really? sauce in general, they're considering oh, that as one of general? the overrated items that are contributed to da- to yearly Thanksgiving dinners. So that's interesting. I've only I, had it once. We're, we don't really do that. Right. <laughs> this whole overrated, uh, this is overrated, that's overrated. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Maybe to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes yeah. classics are classics for a reason. Yeah. You know? Is like it a classic, with- though? Cranberry sauce? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Absolutely. I just went so many Thanksgivings without having it. I've only had it once. So for sure. me, it wasn't like a big deal. Right, 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 right. I no, like, yeah. I like the, the the can because it's all like molded already. Right, yeah. The shape of the can and you can just slice it. And the right. nice little round slices. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's not, you know, obviously it's not, you know, as good for you as the, you know, the regular cram- fresh cranberries, but, you know. Right. Who gives a shit? It's once a year. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite dish of the year that you look forward to? Got a nice Everybody shot has one, though. Sauce. I don't know. Hey, but do you guys know about the. There, look at that. What we a beautiful. That's so satisfying. <laughs> Are you into those? Those YouTube videos? Uh, the cut stuff? Oh, the satisfying videos? Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, no, hey, for so sure. Do y'all know the deal with 
with black folks and pumpkin pumpkin pie and sweet potato pie? No. Mm, yeah, well, like it's a thing. Like, like it's like white people like, and this isn't ge- like sure. this is generally. I'm not saying everybody right. Like this, yeah. But, like black people like sweet potato pie and white people like pumpkin pie. Okay, I didn't realize that. Interesting. Yeah. Right. Right. right yeah. Right. And if you argue like that, you know, people are pretty dug into their positions on that right. too. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like for Mexicans, it's flan or tres leches. Yeah. Oh, I so good. Yeah. So good. Both of them. It's my, my family's big on Yorkshire pudding. Have you guys had Yorkshire pudding? I've never pudding? had that. Yorkshire pudding, it's, it's, it's not pudding. It's just it's like, like bread. It's like, yeah, kind of a little like popover sort of thing. Uh, my Thanksgivings end up being very starchy, very like roasted potatoes, oh, Yorkshire yeah. pudding. It's good stuff. Oh, good. shit. Hey, so, <clears throat> hey, Jeff, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you, Sean. Um, have you ever heard of a place in Glendale called Bourbon Steak? Yes, that's right Holy down the street from me. Shit. Yeah, I've never been. I mean, I, I love Glendale. It's I love amazing. the Galleria. <laughs> it's legit one of the greatest restaurants I've ever been to. And uh, it's, I, I can't remember the chef's name, but mm. like, he's a fairly famous chef. Uh, and so uh, I had to order. And I, there was Is a that big... Michael Mina? Is yes. That right? Yep. Yeah. Nice. Um, Two-pound main lobster pot pie. It was the greatest thing I've ever ordered from a restaurant in my entire life. Damn. It was so great. Jesus. It was so fucking great, man. <laughs> it was $100. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so worth it, too. Two pounds. Yeah. Is that just for one person or you can share? Me. Oh, wow. I mean, That's share. awesome. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Sharing that. Uh, I gave my girl one bite. <laughs> Yeah, that place is wild. Yeah, right around, oh, so the, right, right down from the uh, Americana. I love that place. Mm, man. God, is, right. is that what that is? Is that what we're looking at? That's how wow. watching, uh, watching the YouTube stream. And then, so like, I post this right, and then mm. you get the odd like reply. Oh, X Pac looks old. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you think like we don't know right. that I've gotten older? You dumb fucks. Well, you had a good response to somebody that said that to you last time uh, on Twitter. You said, "I think... that was a different like." Oh. He came, he had a different tone. Oh, I see. Mm. These are like, okay, I'll, I'll use one. No offense, but fuck does Xbox look like he didn't say fuck. <laughs> right, right, say, right. But if you have to start with no offense, it's yeah. going to be You're going to say something Yes, offense. exactly. No offense, Shut up. You, yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Well, at the end of the day, you're the one they're not really saying that. anything, they're tweeting it. Right, right, right. right, right. Tweet the fuck up. <laughs> There it is. I like it. At the end of the day, you're the one with a $100 lobster plate. At the end I of mean, the really, go. yeah, if anything's representative of At the end of that. the day, it's the end of the day. Exactly. <laughs> All right, what's going on, Denise? Um, well, we have lots to talk about today. Hey, lots did of we just spend things. 12 minutes rambling about... No, I don't think so. No, I no, think... no, we're about six minutes in. I started at oh, yeah. 45, so... Right. No not worries. bad, not bad. <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> Well, we have a lot of different stuff that we're going to talk about, just a bunch of random stuff, and we're just going to go ahead and dive right into it. So the first story that we're actually talking about, because it's fairly a big story, and it could be a bigger story next week, or it could be really no story next week. So this week's, as we've known, every single week for the last 10 weeks, everybody on Wednesday is talking about the Wednesday night wars between AEW and NXT. And, you know, this week was actually pretty shocking because NXT had 810,000 viewers 
while AEW came in at 663,000 viewers, which is almost half a million viewers, with their first week kicking off at 1.4 million. And flash forward 10 weeks, mm-hmm. we're at 663,000. However, many people have theories, given again that it was the holiday season, their key demographic, which is between the ages of 18 and 49, young demographic that, you know, maybe out celebrating Friendsgiving, out drinking, you name it, whatever it is. What do you think? So on a situation like this, when it could be something like that, you got to look at the live plus seven number, seven day numbers, like mm-hmm. like how many people watch it over the course of seven days. Sure, because it's those numbers are are important. Because like sometimes you know, okay, Monday night football or this or that, you right? Know, or, um, so they do look at it that way these days. Not that the the live numbers aren't very important. Right, yeah. I'm not trying to say that, but. It's not like so when that happens, I want to say you probably want to look at that seven day total and see how that is. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that shapes up. I think to to WWE's credit, I think I I had my issues with the Build a Survivor series, but I think one of the things that they really managed to pull off was was putting NXT NXT over to the yes. the mainstream audience because yes. I think even with them moving to USA, there's still a lot of people that think just because those guys aren't on Raw or SmackDown, that means it's still the minor leagues. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that build did a really good job of of putting those guys over, giving them a platform to shine, especially yes. guys like Adam Cole. And then once they, you know, once people tune into NXT, it's just you know the the format and the just the, the pacing and everything. It's just. It's just a really easy show to watch, right? Right, and not want to turn the channel, yeah. Even in break, you know, with the pit when they do pitcher and pitcher, and you know, um, some people might think, okay, you were in break, okay, grab a hole, you know, right? Uh, don't do any of your good shit. No, that's changed. Yeah. Now, even in pitcher and pitcher, you're going to see good shit because people don't want anyone to turn the channel, like, right? It's, that's a good point. Yeah, that yeah. definitely changed how matches are structured drastically, for but sure. I don't know how, because as a viewer, for myself personally, I'm not a fan of the picture-in-picture picture because, you know, you have the big commercial and then you have, you know, you the smaller screen with the action going on. Mm-hmm. You can't, like, if you're far away from the TV, like, you could only really see so much of the action. I'm actually the person that would prefer for it just to go to commercial and then for us to come back. And I felt this way with both, with any show that does this, to be honest, for me, just because it really kind of takes me out of the match for me personally. And this was one of the things that I've heard some people say, like, oh, it doesn't bother them. But a lot of the people have said that this is something that just go to commercial. Like, for me, that's just something that, mm. as a viewer for myself, that's just what I prefer. Right. But going this back to effective, this. This is this is, uh, um, it works, though. That's why they keep doing it. Mm. So, um uh, I hear what you're saying. Like, it keeps people tuned in. Yeah, so yeah. So they're not going to stop doing that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. You you run that risk, even if it's a hot match. Once it goes to commercial, it's just people's yep. attention spans are, are that short. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but yeah, it'll be it'll definitely be interesting to see how these shape up by next week. Because like you said, like it could kind of go either way. Um, I had heard that you know it, it, it's a sizable drop, even given the holiday, but. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. Well, I mean, if you look at the past numbers, if you compare both AEW and NXT, they have been, you know, fairly close, you know, in some weeks, you know, with, you know, somebody winning by, you know, 
X amount of thousand viewers, and it wasn't really that big of a difference. But this time, like, I think this is probably one of like the biggest gaps that we're seeing. Um, so if you're AEW right now and you're seeing this, should you be worried? What is the game plan or the mentality that someone should have? given in the situation like this, that you want to make sure that, hey, next week we're not seeing ourselves in this similar situation. because uh, You know, that's one of those things where I, uh, I mean, you want to take, you want to take notice, right? Like, okay, we didn't do too good this week, but, mm-hmm. you know, um, try to figure out why that is, if there's any other reasons besides, uh, you know, it's the holidays and you know, it's raining in Miami or whatever fucking excuse we want to come up with. Right. That was an old thing. Well, anyways, uh. <laughs> I was going to tell you a story about Wally Carbo, the old AWA promoter, and his excuses when they didn't draw. Oh, but, I eh, see. Whatever. A lot of empty chairs, <clears throat> brother. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I think I it it seems like it would be a thing where obviously, yeah, you want to take stock of, of why people are tuning out, but hopefully it doesn't get too distracting to be like, okay, how do we win? Yeah, because you don't want, like, if you have a long-term plan, something like this can, like, make you veer off course. Right, right, right. And that's not good. Right. You know, so. If you're too focused on what the competitor is doing, you start morphing yourself and maybe taking away some of your good qualities. And this could be, Mm. you know, obviously for either or shows. If, you know, NXT's keeping an eye on AEW or AEW on NXT, either way. You know what's funny to me is, like, when somebody will go, oh, no, we don't have their show on in our truck. Oh, right. Well, if you don't, you're stupid. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, like, it's, it's, it's... Come on. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You want to kind of keep yourself abreast, yeah. But, um, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So and then I mean, there was the one week where SmackDown went to FS1 and they had that really no low number and everyone made a big deal about it that week. And then it turned out that hey, next week we're back to normal. So mm. this could be like again. I think next week is going to be like yeah, the we'll tallying see. week of yeah. what is happening with that situation. Yeah. So uh, let's go ahead and move on to another topic. So Biggie uh, was, I found this quite interesting because he was talking about this on the new day feel the power podcast where he was sort of talking about how, you know, backstage with creative, there's so yeah. many tiers, you know, you have entry level writers, you have producers, you have senior writers, you have so many people that, you know, there's certain times where you don't know who to go to for certain things. Yeah. And he mentioned that, you know, there was a point where people thought that he was either boring or that he had, that there was some Missing something about him, missing, but yeah. the word never got back to him. He found out later that you know there was all this feedback being given about him in meetings that never went to him. And once it eventually did, it was too late to change the minds of the minds of those people that mm. mattered. So I guess with this, like, what do you do when you're in that situation and you know you don't know what sort of feedback is coming? Well, to first you? of all, like you're saying, you got you have to know you're actually in that situation. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't know, then you're like, holy fuck. I mean, you can't do anything about it. Right. You know? Like, to walk around oblivious to the fact that, like, this is the feedback that's that that, that you're getting. Or not personally, but, right. you know. Right, yeah. That's what the word on you is this. Right. You know, and then no one's being, you know. Yeah. Forthright and- or upfront or, like, you know, honest. Right, right. You know, Biggie, you know, he, he was at FCW. He was down there for four years. Right. You know, that was that's a long time. You know, and it's like it's easy, like Yeah, I I honestly at at that point, like and I even told him this, I'm like, I was wrong about you. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't see anything for a while. Like 
I just nothing bad, but right. I just didn't see anything sticking out. Yeah, you know, special. And now, obviously, of like, course. Well, and boom. in in situations like this, it's kind of a chicken or the egg situation because I I it makes me wonder when this happened. If it yeah. was you know in FCW, if it was when he was Dolph Ziggler's bodyguard, because it makes me wonder. Okay, was he given the strong silent in time character because they thought he was boring, or did they think he was boring because he was given the strong silent time character? A part of it, you know what. The the system was was wasn't working very good mm. during that period of uh, development of that, that FCW. That was right. the Demot and all that around there, and like right, kind of right before the yeah, Hulu era of NXT. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so it's like easy people get lost and shuffle, or just you know, right, fall by the wayside. You know, like look at Omega, right? Different guys, you know, yeah, or. Um, Luchasaurus, mm-hmm. you know, some of those guys were down there, and yeah, yeah, he was in NXT, and I don't think he ever he ever uh, was on TV. So yeah, yeah, it's very it's just interesting. Like you know, again, like you have to know you're in that situation, and then if you don't, like, what do you do? And there was just uh, I think it was also Xavier Woods who also mentioned that people kept telling him, "Okay, we already have a Kofi. You need to be something Whoa. different." <sighs> so Fuck. he also mentioned, "Why can't that. I just be like?" So it's only like room for one fucking, you know, right, 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 right. right. No, and he did mention that in his verbiage that he did use about you know being energetic and you know needing something different and that sort of thing. But it's just interesting because when you're put in that situation, you start maybe questioning yourself too much, and you're like, oh, how can I be different? How can I stand out? But then you know it can sort of affect your performance. I think. Sure. Hmm. Yeah. All All right. right. Yeah. I don't know what it's like. I mean, I have thoughts on that. I just. Yeah. He basically just went on to say that more instant feedback from creative is something that, you know, would be a positive, a pro. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on. So this is another interesting story. And I thought this one was a, a lot of fun because I thought that it could just bring up so many different stuff. And it's uh, so Tomasa Champa had an interview with Li- with Lillian Garcia yeah. on her podcast, Chasing Glory. And he basically said that he went he when he was supposed to get moved up to the main rosters, Raw at, or SmackDown, that he fought the move really hard and that he actually said he would retire if he would go to Raw at, or SmackDown and that he would prefer to become a coach or a producer because given the, he said that basically, you know, with his neck injury, he has limited bumps left in his career. And he yeah. said he could either have a four-year career at, at NXT or a one-year career at Raw or SmackDown given their schedule. So, and then he also mentioned a story about Sean Michaels laughing at him yeah. and Johnny Gargano saying that he's never met a guy that would uh, essentially say, keep your money, we don't want it. So what are your thoughts on that and sort of the mentality where, you know, looking on the outside, you think, oh, everybody just wants to go to Raw or SmackDown, but that's not, not the really. case. Yeah, not really. And and it's hard for a lot of people my age and, you know, my generation and older generations to understand that right. because we were driven by money. I mean, not... Not me as much as some people, sure. like um, you know, like Kev, like like big big Kev is you know very money word, and we all like money, and and that was a big driving force. But um, you know, uh, man, money doesn't spend very well if you're not fucking happy, right? You That's know, a good point. and people are you know the younger generations are realizing that, that there are more important things and. People my age are scratching our heads going, what the fuck? We don't know how to deal with that. Right. You know, because, like, you can't hold certain things over somebody's head. 
you know? Right. And and this this might be good a different... Good for him. Good for, good for Chompa. Exactly. And, and this might be a different conversation altogether, but it begs the question that if we're all trying to talk about NXT being the main roster and NXT being on an equal footing as Raw SmackDown, which it should be, then why aren't these guys being paid on equal footing as... They're not generating the, the revenue. I see. Mm-hmm. Do you think once that actually becomes a, you know, they start g- generating the revenue that it's expected that they're going to, you know, see some increase in those, their paychecks and whatnot? Yeah, yeah I'm not going to like go into details, but like there was, it was, it was addressed. As far as like moving merch and stuff like Just that? Just a different thing, you know, with the new, you know, TV deal over NXT, you know, mm-hmm. how things are going to be different and, you know, certain things are going to change, but certain things are going to stay the same and. Right. You know, I'm like I definitely am not going into detail on that. Sure. As, you know. Right. But it, it it sucks to make guys have to choose between that, you know, between like, okay, can I get a long creatively creatively fulfilling career here for less money or, you know, like it's just the way it is. Yeah. Well, do you think that there's a lot of guys that, you know, don't also don't think like Champa and Gargano that still want to move up to Raw and SmackDown to, you know, earn I that money? I think they're I, I don't think think there's different uh different trains of thought but uh depending on who you talk to down there because nxt has you know a real like like there's young people there's like a, a real like there's a lot of different uh the demographic is is very uh broad right boy it took me a long time to spit that out <laughs> holy fuck uh you know, there's people that have just started that don't have any experience. There's people that have been around forever. So you mean the roster of NXT is, is yeah? Varied, there's older yeah. people, younger people. You know, right? You know, right. there's a few people that are pushing forward on the NXT sure, roster. Sure. So there's going to be different mentalities, right? And there's some people that have military backgrounds that have a different mentality because of that. You know, um, so um, yeah, it's. Depends on who you talk to. Like, right. I know certain people that are doing really well there that are kind of, like, thinking that, you know, uh, main roster move might be good for them. Right. Yeah. And I'm sure there's also people that, you know, are still sort of feeling like they need their shot or haven't gotten their shot on NXT yet yeah. because, you know, there's so much talent down there and these something that mean we may not even know of or whatever. But I just kind of feel like, you know... Yeah, like, that makes more sense to me where it's like, okay, there's some guys that, you know, want to yeah. have this, like, you know, it may be different because, you know, Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano are guys that have the light on NXT versus other guys that haven't gotten that light yet yeah. or that moment to have, you know, those impressive matches, et cetera, and all the stuff that they've been doing. Mm-hmm. So it is interesting to see sort of the mentality of that because I think instead of seeing it as a whole, it really isn't, you know? And I think sometimes before this, you don't really see that. Like, this was to me, like... It shined a light on this, you know, because right. at first yeah. you would think, okay, everybody wants to go to Raw and SmackDown, no. but that's not really no. the case. No. Yeah, no, the NXT roster is is very proud. Yeah, and the the kind of matches that you see on Takeover aren't the kind of matches you yeah. would see on yeah. on Raw or SmackDown, and I think that's that's one of the great things about NXT is that it it offers such a, a different alternative. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's tough. Even adding a whole another hour to NXT, they've still got such a loaded roster that it's there's there's uh, there's you know on a long enough timeline going to be guys that, that the don't one get thing that. that I'm uh, I'm I'm hoping I, I um, you know before 
NXT got the USA deal, you know, obviously it was looked at, you know, now we're trying to look at them as an equal brand, you know, on equal ground as SmackDown and Raw. So, um, that being said, hopefully the writers of SmackDown and Raw don't think they can just pluck fucking cherry pick talent from NXT to put on their shows. Right. You know? Yeah. Because there was talk about certain, you know. Uh, we should, you know, we're going to need this person, you know. I see. No, how about fucking figure out what the, do something with the people you already have on your roster. Yeah, exactly. So do you just mean just like in like isolated Yeah, so somebody's like, pot, somebody's like, you know, blowing up. Right. It's all, okay, we're going to take them. Right. And then fuck it, and then like not use them, right? Right, exactly. You know, so. Yeah. Well, that's probably why he said that he fought really hard yeah. to not have yeah. that happen. With the history of. People moving from NXT that were doing amazing in NXT to go to the main roster and then get, they totally dropped the ball with them. Right. You know, uh, and for the most part, it is that. Right. A lot, I, I just don't think it's always the talent, mm-hmm. you know, um, but yeah, no, leave him be. Yeah. I think it's a tough situation to be in because you really do have to make some decisions, I think. Because if you're offered the opportunity, hey, we want you on Raw and Smack or Raw or SmackDown, and you're like, ooh, well, I could get this more money. But then at the same time, it's like, well, I'm not sure what's going to happen given, you know. So sometimes I I look at it like um, when you're cooking something, say a a piece of meat, if you cook it too fast, it gets burned on the outside and it's. It's not done in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, some people like it like that, like me. But but I'm just using an analogy. Yeah, totally. Like you have to take your time cooking that meat if you yeah. want to get it cooked properly. Like you can't just you know uh, you can't rush it. I mean, yeah. you do sometimes, and like they're in a bind, so they have to push somebody faster than they want. But yeah. you know, it's ideally you know you gotta let let things simmer. You know, whatever. Right. Well, it seems like it feels like that's the plan, given how much attention has been brought to them right now with the Build with Survivor series. You know, the you know when they had they came in on SmackDown yeah. and all of that stuff, given the circumstances. But still, like it seems like they're really trying to you know really build up NXT and get that more viewership from Raw and SmackDown over to NXT hey, and you know help build that. Hey, so can we talk about how they're trying to just pretend like Shayna Baszler didn't win? The fucking main event, right? Right. That Survivor Series. Yeah, yeah. I had an issue with that as well. Well, I think I'm a, we'll talk about that. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's bullshit. What are your thoughts on that? Stupid. It. Well, it's. I think that I feel like that kind of happens every year with the Survivor Series build. I mean, where it's they like, did. So, like when 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 Becky did got the win over uh, Ronda and and Charlotte, like she beat both of them. Mm-hmm. I beat you both. Right. Shayna beat you both. Right. Yeah. But it's like we I think we talked about this last week. As as soon as as Shayna celebrated, Becky instantly attacked her and she was it, the it one It was that, a bad look too. Yeah, she was the one that closed out the show. It just looked so petty. I, yeah. I, I just did not like that at all. I didn't like that for Becky, because I'm a Becky fan. Absolutely. And as I think we talked about this too, is that it, it felt inconsistent with that character. Like that 
that character wouldn't wouldn't be that be a cut, like a whiny like you yeah know, yeah sore loser. And so yeah, for for as much as as them like winning the war at Survivor Series, like okay, what did what did they win? Yeah. Like, what did they get for that? Well, I think that was the same issue. Was it last year's Survivor Series where SmackDown didn't win anything other than the pre-show match, I well, think? And a- then no one talked about it afterwards. Yeah. It's been the issue for a long time. Like, that's why that's why it makes no sense when whenever November comes around, everyone gets fiercely loyal about the show that they're on. And then no other time of there year. There needs to be stakes, I think. Yeah, there exactly. There has to be something where the brand is like, okay, like, Dragon let's set Knights. aside. Right, right. Like, let's set aside our issues and join up. Because I can understand that, you know, like, let's join up as a brand so that, I don't know, this and that can happen. Right. And that's what made it even, even harder to get invested in is because NXT does so well with their stories and creating these heated rivalries that they've got guys that are sworn enemies on the same team just because they're on the same show. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm just me, too. And I, I don't mind the, the, you know, everyone banding together. But, man, when they're all coming out with the same T-shirt, it's just... Right. Oh, well, it's cringe it's, for me. Exactly. It's fucking cringe. You know, we had we had the Women's War Games match, which we talked about last week. It was this amazing, brutal affair. Io Shirai and Candice LeRae on opposite sides. They absolutely beat the shit out of each other. And then they're, like, best friends the day after because they're wearing yellow yeah. and not red or blue. Mm. Like, as, as, some, as, as simple as something, uh, you know, like the... Um, I think a buddy of mine, Brandon Strath, that writes for Uproxx, oh, su- yeah, he he had suggested like you know uh, the number thirty spot in the Royal Rumble or the main event at WrestleMania, something like that, something yeah. tangible that it's like okay, this is what we're fighting for. Brandon's a good writer. He's, he's great. Got some, I, I really like his style. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Interesting stuff. But yeah. Um, well, where were we? Uh, you said you didn't like the t-shirts, and we were talking about having to have steak. You know, like when a... they send everybody out like that, like, it's, I used to hate it. Like, right. it would be like, you know, um, it just, you feel like you jabroned out. Yeah, it, it makes it hard like, You wouldn't to see Undertaker going out doing that. You wouldn't see Stone Cold. Right. Like, there's certain people just... You knew not to even fucking ask him to do it. Exactly. And when, when everyone's coming out in red shirts and jeans or blue shirts and jeans, it gets hard to distinguish. <sighs> like, okay, who is that coming out? Like, until the announcers say, like, oh, that's Cesaro. You know, that's Ricochet. And it, just, and it looks like, here, just put this shirt on real quick. Right, 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 right. <laughs> All right. Next. <laughs> All right, um, so our last story that we have for the day is actually another interesting one. So um, the end of November this past weekend, uh, we had Russell Cade, and apparently there was supposed to be a match between Rosemary, Tessa, uh, Jordan Grace, and Taya, but Tessa was eventually replaced by Sue Young. But that's not the story. The story Mm. is essentially that Jordan Grace tweeted on Twitter, and she basically said that the Sandman Mm. went up to her and basically told her that women main eventing is wrong, given the women were supposed to be main eventing at the WrestleCade show, and that any male wrestler with any sort of experience would agree. Of course, this prompted lots of people to come back and give their opinions. Jericho said that he didn't agree. Osprey said that the women have the most innovating and exciting stuff than ever before, and to not interfere with the um, progress. And obviously, Tessa Blanchard obviously had her comments on that as well. Dear, the only thing is, is that's not going to interfere with anything, progress or anything else. That's it's just fucking Sandman. I just don't, the thing I, the thing is, is like, 
regardless of whether you believe that or not, and that's your viewpoint, the fact that you thought like it was good to go share that opinion with the ladies that are actually going out there. What the right. fuck, man? Un- unsolicited. Come on, hack. Apropos dude, nothing. To her face. Dude, dude, like... He's a good dude. Come on, man. Some of us just, ah. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Oh, I just fuck. feel like you can have your personal opinions closed doors. Mm. You know, that's fine. Have your opinion, whatever. Sure. But to go out and say it to someone's face, oh, like, that's yeah, exactly. horrible. That's, that's what he's saying. Yeah, like, what would possess you to just, like, best case scenario, like, what like what did you expect was going to happen? Like, oh, you're right. We'll, we'll, we'll bow out. What a fucking motivational speech. Fucking right. are heading out to the ring. Yeah. And oh, it's, sad. it's sad because, like, one of the things that, you know, is talked about a lot for women is is that, you know, a lot of us are always be afraid of being rude, being considered, you know, the B word. Unlikable. Uh, unlikable. So sometimes we take things and we don't say things yeah. back, even though, you know, it's messed up. But it's like, oh, well, I don't want them to think I'm not a nice person or, right. you know, You're this and that. Enough. Exactly. Right. So if someone comes up to you and says that, like... What do you do? Like, you know, obviously this depends on every woman. There's a lot of women that are a lot more yeah. braver. But like me, I would be like, well, and like and, wow. And yeah, Tessa went out and, and shot on him on the mic before before the match. So oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. mess with Tessa. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So at least, yeah, someone, yeah. But it, the line that killed me, it was the part where he said, any male wrestler with any sort of experience would agree. Like, why try to pigeonhole all men that... Well, but that's the thing. Like, people that have views like that are going to think that they're just speaking the truth. I have a bit of experience, and I have a dissenting opinion. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know, it's... Um, uh, obviously, I, I don't know him. I don't, I don't know the content of his character, but, like... Even every every great villain always thought that they were speaking the truth, that they were doing the right thing. So, like, of course he's going to think, like, oh, everyone agrees with me. You know what? Just no one wants to say mm, it. Right. But, yeah, it's rough. It's it's not a great look. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Somebody put it. Okay. Oh, okay. Jericho. <laughs> okay, okay, Boomer. boomer. <laughs> <laughs> or someone responding to Jericho. Yeah. That's hilarious. Oh, boy. Um, no one likes to be called that. <laughs> but, yeah, Boomer. so, yeah. We've seen a lot of people I mean, get if, if, if the shoe fits. That's my, that's my nickname for Michael Bloomberg. Okay, Boomberg. <laughs> <laughs> I usually don't mention politics on the show. Right. right but this fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah, anyways, that's the latest on everything that's been going on here. And so that was just an interesting I topic. Yeah, yeah. All right. Jeff? Oh, hey, hey, I was in a movie last night. Nice. I, I, I signed an NDA, so I can't really talk about it. Right. It was great. But even just doing that, have you done movies before? A couple. Nice, nice. Yeah. Is that something you'd like to start doing more of, or is this just like, was this just something, yeah. something fun to do? Well, I, I will say this. Eli Roth told me I should do movies. Nice. Yeah. nice. There you go. I love Eli Roth. Eli Roth. I was in a scene with Eli Roth. I'll say that much. There you go. That's, that's as much as. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was funny though because when I got your text, I was already asleep, but I woke up. Yeah, I woke up and I read <laughs> it, and I was like, okay. And I made mental notes inside my yeah. head. But when I woke up in the morning, I was like, wait, did I dream that, or did that really happen? <laughs> like, what's happening? I so I went on, and I was like, okay, I got to reread what I read. I had the best time. It was so, it, and it's a long. Those are long days. Like people, like. Making movies is hard, long fucking work, mm-hmm. and um, and yeah, I have a ton of respect for it. And uh, and I just I loved it. It was so great. Got to dress up and 
you know, like, I'm not, I can't go into details, but oh my God, it was so fun. That'll be cool when that comes out for Fuck, sure. Fuck, it yeah. was fun. That's so... And it's going to be so cool to see it, you know, the yeah. end product. Yeah, hell yeah. You should do a reaction video. Yeah. React to the, That'd be to the great. actual yeah. thing and be like, yay, that's me. <laughs> we should do a watch along commentary. Hey, reaction videos do very well. It's true. To say. It's hey, true. so uh, coming up, is it Sunday? I think it's. Yeah, Sunday, December 15th. I'm going to be at the Wrestling Guy store. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we're going to have the Christmas tree up, and Lou's going to be there with me. And come take, you know, bring the family, take Christmas pictures, and just like last year. Nice. Yeah, it was fun. That's awesome. People showed up last year in like two weeks' notice. Wow. There you go. It's a good yeah. little spot. I've been to their store plenty of times, and yeah. it's a nice, fun place to go and you know, see what's going on there with all yeah. the merch and stuff. Where, and where, where's that again? It's in Huntington, uh, Huntington Park. There you go. There you go. So, yeah, 15th Huntington Park. Come check it out. Yeah. That's great. What else? That's all we have. I just feel like I'm missing something. We only, yeah, we only got right. a couple episodes left in the year. That's right. Y'all, I yeah. think, uh, what are we? Two we, more. We got two, two more. more. After this. We got two more left in the year, and then we're and then we're on hiatus until the second. Until the second of January. Oh, hey, did anyone watch Starcade? No, I didn't. I didn't watch. I, I read the results, though. I, yeah. Yeah. That's and I think that's kind of like I, I wish there was more of a more of a push for it. But I don't think it Starcade. didn't really affect what we saw in Raw the following week in that's, terms of like the storylines or anything that's, like that. That's so. the point. It should have. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what, what I'm saying. saying. So like whether you watched or not, it know. was. And I had heard a lot of people say it was just kind of a glorified house show, which. Which sucks, given the legacy of of Starcade. Was there a set and everything, or was it like that one women's pay per view where they just had a minimal? Uh, it, it may have been minimal. Uh, I know, I think there was only like three matches on it. There was there's three matches. There was a segment, uh, the Kevin Owens show with Ric Flair, um, and yeah, it's it seemed pretty pretty short. Um, so yeah, I don't know. But so, all right, well. We'll be back next week. Hey, so hold on, Jeff. I'm getting trigger happy back Jeez. here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Sorry. You never know. <laughs> Before we go, anything, parting words? Yes. Do not forget to subscribe to the channel, youtube.com slash Xbox. We're on Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, you name it. We post the links up. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Xbox 12360 show, both on Twitter and on Instagram. For myself, youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo at underscore Denise Salcedo on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, yeah, y'all can find me uh, at Ty Matthews PMA as well as the the Purge after show tonight. The, we've only got a couple episodes left, and uh, yeah, come check it oh, out. Oh shit, have you? Did you see the new Watchmen, the latest episode? No, you've Holy been talking shit, about Jeff, that. Holy shit, Jeff, did you see it? No, I'm behind on Watchmen, but oh all my of my favorite God. TV like culture critics are saying it's one of the best episodes at- of TV they've ever seen. Oh, so good. I can't. I need to just binge the show. I liked the pilot, but haven't gotten back on it since. Yeah, and I'm just hearing it's one of the best shows of the year. It is. It's so Can't wait to watch good. it. All right, everyone. Check out Watchmen. Yeah. We'll see you next week right here. After Buzz Studios. Thank you for tuning in to Xbox 12360.